The universe. It is filled with mysteries and wonders. Its expanse is billions of light years. This podcast will answer the question of what action figures and collectibles the hosts are buying this month? Welcome to Tales from the Collectorverse. Here are your hosts, Ryan Parent and Ed Campbell. Welcome to Tales from Collectiverse. This is episode eight. If you go back last month, you'll realize I called it eight, but it was actually seven. But then we record seven in the eighth month. It's all confusing. By the time you get... Uh, Timey, wimely, wibbly, wobbly, whatever. You're yeah, listening to our show. It's, it, so this is the eighth episode of the season uh, recorded in the ninth month. But whatever. Who cares? Thank you for listening. This is Snowhawk Cosplay, Ed Campbell. And with me is... Ryan Parent. How are you doing, Ed? I'm good. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing well. Thank you. Oh, what a month it's been. You took the words right out of my mouth. We've had, uh, well, Fan Expo just wrapped up, so we're still sort of recovering from Fan Expo. Yep. It was nice to be back after, everyone say, oh, two years. Actually, it's when you look at it, it's actually three calendar years. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the, we lost 2020 and 2021. So if you think about it, the last big fan expo was 2019. So that's that was that's well, no, you're true. Three, wow. three years. In uh, my other life, I'm organizing something right now for uh, our fall fair, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, you know, it's been two years." No, it's actually been three straight years. Yeah, you so, missed two, two, two yeah. fall, well, two fall fairs. So. Yeah. Now we've had that fan expo limited edition, which was a uh, in my opinion, was a piss poor Toronto Comic Con. Yeah. So this is the real Fan Expo, which yes. you know they. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but it was one of the biggest ever because they're saying that they sold 170 thousand tickets. I wouldn't be surprised. Which usually it's 130, so they they did really big. But we'll talk about that in our in yeah, our that's talking third toy segment. segment. Today, yeah. So like always, we have our three segments. So let's. Start off the bat with uh, six figures this month. Ryan, do you have your list with you? No, I forgot my list at home. So, well, so, so bear with me while I try to get Do you want me to go through my list go through yours and see if that will jog your well, memory? There's some on your list that I also got, so that'll help. All right. Well, I'll go through my list. And I thought it was going to be a good boy and stay within the six figures. I <laughs> we blew, never do. No, blew the bank here. Um, so actually, let's just knock out some of the... the smaller things here and some of them are your donations to the bunker here <laughs> um so i got a you gave me your your sergeant slaughter's triple t from when you were a kid and yep. your tiger force tiger cat with uh tiger force duke and tiger force frostbite with also you gave me a, a beachhead and storm shadow yep so those are your donations to the bunker here. So I'll get them all all set up. Um, I actually had a uh, somebody who was following me on the my Instagram. They messaged me that there was a 
antique shop in Fenland Falls. Okay. Which I have a customer in the Lindsay area. So I thought, hey, what better way than to go visit my customer and then swing by this antique shop? They had a bunch of G.I. Joe. And it's kind of interesting. This this place is called Great Finds. It's in Fenland Falls. It is two storefronts put together. And there's different rooms in each storefront. Yep. And they have it kind of set up like some others I've been into before where it's small little consignment shops. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a larger venue, but then it's different. Each booth has its own n- number with their own pricing. So when you go to check out, they just kind of like look at it and they're like, okay. Yeah. And then that person gets their money eventually. Yeah. So, kind of like the, well, the 400 flea market antique side. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, so yeah, I went to the the GI Joe section or where this one vendor had GI Joe. Um, I picked up um, the Ford America from '92. Which one's that? It's a it's like a little bunker tank thing. It okay. Was, so in 1990, they started coming out with the Sonic the GI Joe. They started coming out with the Sonic lights and sound fighters where they come with these backpacks and you press the button and it would make noises. Well, that's cool. they came out with that in 90 yeah. and 91 and then 92, they came out with their Ford America. So it's this tank that the sides fold down and kind of becomes a bunker. Okay. So like um, more mobile base. Yeah. So I post a picture of it on our Instagram there. Um, it's missing a couple missiles. Other that's than that, bad. it was mostly complete and it was 20 bucks. Oh, that's a good deal. Uh, picked up the Adder, which is a long, missile carrier okay um it fits one guy um the missiles were missing so but they wanted five bucks so it was in pretty decent shape and i figured well i'll find missiles somewhere down the road the other things that this vendor had were completely out to lunch oh no they had a general uh which i'm i'm needing some pieces to complete mine so i thought Hey, Which maybe, was the general? Uh, the general, um, it's a large, wide tank. Okay. Where it has a platform on top with a with a helipad on the top. And then there's also, you could open up the sides. The sides flip up, but then you can also open up the middle. Uh, so where the helipad is, it flips up and this huge long range cannon comes out. Okay. And uh, has black two like gull wing black canopies for the for the operator's cockpit so i'm missing a bunch of the the missiles yeah the little pieces yeah a bunch of the little stuff um i was able to find a few of the pieces i needed on ebay back years and years ago i thought hey if i can get this one for a great deal i can take two and piece together get a full one oh they had a bunch of the pieces sitting in a bag in a locked cabinet and they also had the locust, so they had the helicopter that comes with it. But it was weird because they had a price on the general with the locust, and then they had a price tag on the locust by itself. Okay. Anyways, regardless, they wanted the three hundred twenty nine dollars oh. for it. I'm like, I'm not paying no. that. Um, not even when everything's bagged up and locked away, you can't look at it to see what's complete. Yeah. They had a bunch of the that. You know, 1993 hyper neon stuff. Like, uh, so I passed on a bunch of that. Then they had a bag of, or a bin with 
whole bunch of loose figures. The prices were out to launch. Um, I found a um, oh Thunder from 1984, missing his helmet, missing the telescope, with a broken arm, and they wanted forty five dollars for it. Oh no! I'm like. Uh, Thunder was a very popular figure. He was also available in the mail away. Now, when you start getting into a figure missing accessories and broken appendages, yeah, no, five dollars maybe. Uh, I wouldn't even pay two bucks. Yeah, but also that was also like I'm thinking 2007 money. A um, whole bunch of that 1990 to 1994 vintage figures. A lot of them were like wore out, scuffed up, and they were wanting anywhere from 18 to 40 bucks and i'm like nope i walked away from them all so not a bad day i dropped like 25 dollars there um i probably wouldn't go back just because th- that vendor that one was just so yeah their, their prices were were way too high but maybe that's where gi joe's going right now i don't know but looking at those pricing you know now i'm figuring the bunker where i was thinking it was worth forty thousand <laughs> by those prices now i'm probably 60 to eighty thousand worth of gi joe in this bunker um all right so those were that's the stuff that i grabbed from you and what i picked up um at the antique shop um toys r us they had a bunch of the ghostbuster plasma series on clearance nice and it was buy two, get 15% discount. Yep, I think still going on. Yep. So I picked up a Gozer and Dana nice. from the Plasma series. Okay. You know, so they were on clearance for 18 bucks. You buy two, so I got 15% discount. So, like, buying the two is still cheaper than the one normal. Um, Amazon had a deal on the Masterverse Battle Cat, which now a lot of places are dropped the price uh, I think GameStop's got them on for 20 bucks I picked it up for 20 bucks on Amazon did you not have one before nope oh I thought you did no because Battle Cat was 60 bucks and I wasn't oh, paying yeah. no. I wasn't paying 60 bucks for him plus he takes up a lot of space so this yep. way I couldn't I couldn't uh, turn down no not that not 20 for bucks. 20, 20 bucks. bucks is a whole different story um, you had picked up or sorry, uh, Drew, your brother picked yep. up the vintage Baroness for me. Um, so I've got her. Uh, that's the Walmart exclusive retro carded GI Joe classified. Um, so got her. I'm looking for another one so I can take her out of package. Yeah. Um, but right now I've got the card art is just too beautiful and I love the look of the figure. So I'm keeping her in the card for now. And then you'd also give me a heads up one day that. You saw that uh, the Walmart and Aurelia here, somebody posted that there was a bunch of the retro-carded Lady J's. So I ran up there just before Fan Expo and picked up two of those. So I've got one to open and one to put on display. I'm waiting. It's a future future six figures this month, which will be October. I'll have my retro-carded Gung-Ho and my retro-carded Destro. Where'd you get those ones? Are they pre-orders or? Those are. Oh, they're. I ordered them on walmart.com and got free shipping to my office. Nice. I I can't ship to Canada, but I could ship to my office in Atlanta. Yes. And I have a meeting in Atlanta in October. So So. I will be getting my Joes then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also have Zartan pre-ordered, but um, 
He was supposed to be October, and they've now delayed him until May 2023. Oh, wow. Okay. So right. that's a, we don't know when it's coming out type thing. Yeah. Um, so I've also got, you had picked up the um, Tiger Force Outback and Tiger Force, or sorry, um, Tiger Force Outback and Python Patrol's Viper. Yes, and I picked those up. So those ones are also on my list. I got those for myself, too. And then you had also picked up um, uh, the Funko Serpentor. You were in GameStop, and you saw it the one day. So you asked me if I wanted it, and I said, yeah, might as well, because I love Serpentor. And so now, sticking with Classified, I've also picked up um, Cobra Officer. The classified yes, Cobra officer. Can... I found it at GameStop. Yep. And actually, GameStop Online has them as well. So I've ordered two more. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the platinum platinum card, and you get them for thirty two bucks a piece. Oh yeah. And it was like ugh, I was three dollars away from sh- free shipping, and I'm like, but if I order two, I'm guaranteed free shipping. There so, you go. so I'll have three officers. And uh, then the other day, you also picked up the Python Patrol bat for me um so it's a it's a great repaint of um the bats and the bats are always awesome plus i love python patrol yeah python python patrol and tiger force is still one of my favorite subsets yeah i love the look of the tiger force guys so far yeah python patrol i was like yeah i've got them if i didn't hadn't had i not had them eh, but this was my way of getting another bat because I didn't know if I was going to have I, another regular bat. I so. just love, I love the design and the look of Python Patrol. I've loved it ever since it came out. Yeah. Um, I've, like in the Real American Hero line, I have a fair bit of the Python Patrol figures. I only have the one vehicle. I've only got the Python Patrol stun. Um, but I love the paint scheme on them. I've always loved the idea. I even have the comic book where they announced the Python Patrol. Oh, okay. Um, and even just the, the whole idea of Python Patrol is cool. Like the, the idea is that at least in the comic book, that their, their camouflage, their uniforms, their vehicles is, cannot be detected by radar. Okay. So that it's, it's, it was stealth camouflage. Um, and then Tiger Force was just the whole idea of Tiger Force is cool. Just you know, old, another just another subset, well, subset, and you know, a way to reissue a, old vehicles with new paint jobs. Yeah, it's just a special missions set yeah. within a special missions group. So yep. you know, boom, we put them into, and so you put them into Tiger Force, and Tiger Force and Python Patrol were two of the first. And then from there, we got all the other subsets like Night Force and yeah. DEF and, but, uh, Iron Grenadiers and, yeah. Um, I've got these guys on pre order with Big Bad Toy Store, but right now, um, I've always had luck with Big Bad Toy Store. The yep. problem is right now, I've got a shipment in transit for three weeks and it's stuck in customs and it's not being really, instead of, my last shipment, it came FedEx, no problem. You know, got it within whatever, how many days. This one, it's been three weeks, and the United States Post Office says it's been tendered to Canada Post for approval, and Canada Post hasn't cleared the customs on it yet. Yeah. So, so I had ordered the Cobra Officer Spirit and Storm Shadow as a three-pack, 
hasn't come. I've paid for it. It's in transit. I'm just waiting for it to clear customs someday. Well, I was on Amazon and Spirit and Storm Shadow popped up on Amazon for 35 bucks each. So I'm like, to, a, deal. Uh, a Joe in the hand is better better than a, the one in customs a bunch of yeah so i've i've ordered them and they've already shown up they've showed up and and uh like brent had already he had already got his hands on spirit and storm shadow at the beginning of summer yeah because through a friend that got his case from one of those uh thir- one of the small stores yeah the, the storm shadow it's a good figure i'm not blown away by them because it's basically it's storm shadow it's reusing a lot of pieces the spirit is awesome um, I'll post pictures later when I get them out of package, but, yep. um, no, I'm really, really, really digging the, the spirit. Like they've same thing as what we've said all along with the, with GI Joe classified. Some of the best figures they've got are the ones that they're going back to try to they're, update they're, and, and reissue the original designs of the characters. Yep. And, uh, and the only last two things on my list is another thing that's updating and redesigning for uh, for 2022 is the McFarlane Superpowers figures. I picked up Batman and Superman. Oh, nice! Uh, so when I was when I was in Aurelia getting the Lady J, they had um, Batman, Superman, and and Darkseid. Oh, okay. And um, I passed on Darkseid, but I have the. 1989 re-release of the superpowers superman so i wanted to get the 2022 version and i have the 89 robin the one that like when batman 89 came out and they came out with the the batman figures yep the movie the bat- and, the, based on the movie based on the movie and then they sort of re-released the superpowers figures again with different actions like Superman came with a, a magnet inside him and a kryptonite ring. Yeah, so you could push could, him over. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, I don't have a Batman at all. I still have green lantern from the eighties. Okay. I have him, I have firestorm, but I never had Batman. So I, again, same thing what McFarlane's doing. The, the pricing is amazing. It was 15 bucks for them. Yeah. Not bad. The, the, it's that eighties, 1984 design card art, you know, with even the the McFarland logo on it is the McFarland logo from the nineties. <laughs> so love the retro throwbacks that, that Todd's doing and and uh yeah, I had to have the superpowers because I still have a little superpower shelf going on in my in my office. So nice. so that's my six figures. Ah, okay. So well, we'll start at the top. And this crinkling. This is my my news segment. So yeah. when we go to future figure report. <laughs> well, my news segment is digital. Yes, but you still got to knock off your. your but I six do my figures. six figures. Okay, so I did. I also got some Joes. Um, I got my barbecue from you since yes. last we spoke. Yep, which was a big bad toy store pre-order shipping. Pre-order shipping, and then I picked up uh, the. I got a bat, a regular bat. Python Patrol bat. I got a Tiger Force um, Outback and a Python Patrol Viper. And I just, I love Vipers. So another Viper to go with my two or three I already have to go along with the three pack that's coming in the future. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So I think that was it for Joe's. Uh, I got some Star Wars figures last month. I picked up at Fan Expo. uh, I found Echo. 
to finish hmm. off my Bad Batch. Okay, yes. Um, did you get them for a good price? I did. Okay, because I've seen Echo along the way, but... Oh, really? Yeah, I thought Where? you had them. No, I hadn't seen Echo. I hadn't seen that wave yet. Oh. Are you uh, sure it was Echo and not Tech? Tech's been floating oh, around on pegs a lot. Sorry, Echo. Yeah, sorry. Echo's the one with the... the the spiky hand. Sorry. Echoes with the robot hand. Yeah. The, sorry. The I was thinking, I was thinking tech. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. No, there was a booth we found that had actually, so at the same booth I bought, um, my first time buying a WWE action figure, I bought, uh, I think it's elite wave 94, Brett, the Hitman Hart. Mm-hmm. It's the first Bret Hart I've seen where he doesn't have a derpy face. Um, is that, is he pink and black in that one? Yep, pink and black. It's like it's the 92, 92. It's the SummerSlam where we fought British Bulldog. Yeah, 92, Wembley Stadium. So it's that look. And he's got the, you know, it comes with the glasses. When you put the glasses on and, you know, it fits the face. He doesn't have the, like, I think some of them, they make him with the open mouth, which maybe hurts it. Um, but no, and he's got the hands for the, so you have him doing that gesture, you know, where he's got his hands out. Yeah. Um, it, it looks good. Like, I, and this booth had, uh, tags of pretty much if it was forty dollars for each one of them, or two for seventy. So I got Echo and Brett at retail prices. Yeah, actually, and some places less than retail right now for Star Wars. Um, I also saw Omega mm-hmm. there, but I didn't want to pick her up at the same time. I think it was they did have a deal. I think it was maybe if we bought three, it was only a hundred bucks, but that wasn't as good a deal. I don't think as. Uh, no, you would have saved. You would have saved, saved five money. bucks. Yeah. So. So you paid thirty five for each, and if you bought Echo, you would have got her for thirty. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I passed on that one. I just got those two at that booth, so I was happy there. And then I found uh, a Fenix Shan at another booth for I think the same, either the same thirty five or forty dollars as well. Yeah. And that's another figure I just have not seen at retail. It's almost like we just we haven't got that wave or we missed that wave or whatever. It just hasn't shown up. And I need that for my Book of Boba slash Mandalorian display area. Yeah. Which I also recently added to, thanks to you, by find you because you found me the client. Yes. Which was another one I had not seen and had forgotten about yeah, until it, you texted it to me. Yeah, I was in GameStop down in Chatham and he was on the shelves. So. Yeah. That seems to be the place where I'm finding new figures lately. Because I also, just the other day, picked one up. I picked up, um, oh, the fifth brother? The the Inquisitor from uh, from Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. The, the male Inquisitor. Uh, found him just the other day at GameStop for the you know like the thirty dollars that you get Star Wars at with the edge card. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, bought that, and uh, so and I believe there was someone. Oh, you know the the two guys from Episode Four when from A New Hope. The when they're in the cantina mm-hmm. and he's like, my friend doesn't like you. Yeah, doctor, I don't like you, Doctor Zevian or whatever. Yes. So the one who mouths off. Yeah. I I picked him up. I think my son, either my my brother found him for me at Walmart because so I had the other one already. The one who gets his arm cut off. Yeah, and then I didn't have him, so he found him for me. So I picked that one up this morning. See, so and he two. was at he was when I found the client. He was also there as well. Yeah, that's another one. I think they may be in this, that that wave. Yeah. It's just GameStop. I find lately they don't get full waves. 
they get individual figures. Yep. And so you never know what you're going to find. And then, yeah. And then my brother found that one randomly. Uh, it might it was either it might have been it might have been at a GameStop, the one in Midland, or at the Walmart. I don't remember. Either way, he picked it up for me. So, so I had those two guys now too. So I built a nice little uh, Boba Fett, uh, no, job of the Hut kind of scene mm-hmm. on my new shelves, and I've just added like any bounty hunters I had or any like you know scum and villainy, any of those kinds. They're just all populated in that shelf. Uh, even I took my my solo figures so like mm. young han solo um what's her name sierra no kira kira i don't know what yeah. kira a younger um um chewbacca and uh the young lando and mm-hmm. they were like kind of hanging out in one corner together and i think uh lando's talking to dr afra in my scene mm-hmm. and then i've got a few i've got a Le- I've got two leias in my scene because i've got leia slave leia and i've also got bosch leia mm-hmm. i took the Luke that I've got from Jedi in a cloak and I put him in there too because why not? Why the hell not? Yeah. So I've got a nice little scene going on there. Um, who else did I find? Oh, I won the uh, the Spider-Man helmet, the Black mm-hmm. Series helmet. I picked that up from the auction site this week. Yep. Um, and then I also won from the, I have another one of those weird characters from the Fortnite, the new Fortnite stuff from Hasbro. Uh, one called Man Cake. Mm-hmm. He's like, a sheriff, like cowboy, part man, part stack of pancakes. He's got a pancake head with syrup and eyes and a cool, like old timey mustache and a cowboy hat. And he comes with like an old timey, like, uh, like civil war cannon. Mm-hmm. I got it. Like it retails for like 50, 60 bucks. I got it for like 20 bucks off the auction site. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I don't mind this. You can go with my banana peely guy and my, my random characters. Well, speaking about the auction site real quick, I, I didn't put it on my list, but I picked up a Ms. Pac-Man tabletop arcade from the auction site. You did? Yes. Oh, nice. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it was that Ms. Adds to the new arcade room. Yep. So it's the. They had a tabletop arcade. I didn't even see that one yep. in there. That's cool. Yeah. Picked up for a hundred bucks. That's a deal. And it was, um, it was brand new. They said that there was just a chip off of the, of the acrylic plate that goes over the decals. You barely, you barely, you barely even notice it. So I've, as soon as I got it home, fired it up, tested it, and yeah. Is it a whole table, or do you have to put it on a table? You, you put it on a table. Oh, okay. So it, it plays like the old sit-down tabletop, like two-player, or no, no, it's it's. It's an oh, arcade. The one, uh, oh, it's the arcade one. So, yeah. Okay, so when you said tabletop, oh, I sorry. meant I guess, like the table. I guess maybe but that's what they're calling the those. Better, yeah, they, or I guess better the bar top version of it. Yeah. So, But uh, also, that's what they call those one-up arcades, or they are tabletop. Sorry. I, yeah. You're thinking. Head, I thought the old school one that was a table. Packed table. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like normally those go for a couple hundred in retail. And, oh, yeah, at least. Uh, actually, even on the Arcade One website, it's 250 American. You have two of those now, don't you? Well, I have if I have a Pac-Man stand-up, yeah, from Arcade One, and now I have the Ms. Pac-Man bar top. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> eventually, when I get my arcade set up, because um, right now they're in the hallway. Eventually, I'm thinking they'll be just move them into the room. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be in the room, and then I'll have the arcade set up. So I'll have uh, Ms. Pac-Man. 
And also, Ms. Pac-Man comes with four games on it as well. Oh, so nice. Because the other Pac-Man comes with a bunch of games too, doesn't there's it? There's a dozen on the other Pac-Man because yeah. it was the Pac-Man Legacy Collection. And that one I picked up at Clarence in, in the States. Yeah. And it was, by the time I bought it, it was like 300 bucks Canadian with exchange. Yeah. Because those things grow like four or five, uh, or six up here. <laughs> they, the, I found one at Walmart not on clearance yeah. in Canada and it was five ninety nine. Yeah. That's just for the arcade, not even with the riser. Cause I picked up the, Oh, the, the, the base, the, riser. Yeah, the base riser for 30 bucks American. I figure I can't even buy lumber for 30 bucks. No, not so, now. so sorry. I just put that yep, in cause no, no. I forgot when you're talking about auction stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I got, I got Miss Pac-Man at the um, auction. I also picked up, I found some of the, the figures, you know, those world's smallest figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toys R Us has them on clearance, so if you can find them still, they've got the uh, Masters of the Universe ones. Mm-hmm. So I picked up uh, He-Man, Skeletor, and Battle Cat mm-hmm. for like five bucks each maybe. It's like, okay, I'll buy these little tiny. And I like them because you can actually, uh, when you take them out of the the, 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 card, the the plastic package and you have them in their little package, there's a door in the back mm-hmm. that opens up and you can take the figure out and then put the figure back in. I hope they do that with the Sergeant Slaughter that's coming from uh, classifieds, you know, because it's, you know, we see it carded. Hopefully that's, it's that same way where it's on a way that you can take it out of the card to have him hold the, the action yeah. figure, but then still put it back in and have it on the card. Yeah. The uh, world's smallest Duke that you got me. Yeah. He, he does the same. I just never took it out of the packaging. Yeah. So I'm just leaving it in the package on, the, the, big, on yeah. the shelf on display here. So, uh, and then, um, I'm trying to think if there's any other small stuff like that. Uh, I picked up a cool, a couple of collectibles. There was a really cool Fantastic Four book that came out this week at the comic shop by Alex Ross. Mm-hmm. And it's an oversized book. And it's Alex Ross written and drawn and colored. I think colored. But it's very much, it's Alex Ross channeling Jack Kirby. Mm-hmm. So it's not in his normal painted style. It's it's total Kirby weird colors and shapes and swirls and it just it looks beautiful uh we've already sold out of them at the store Mm -hmm. that's how fast they moved so that was cool um but then i guess my other big pickup for the month um at fan expo i went by the cr sabers booth Mm -hmm. these guys are a lightsaber replica lightsaber dealer out of um, out of bc and they, they 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 drove out with their product and uh so I went. I, I followed them. I've been, they opened. They opened up shop during the pandemic, and I've been following them since I found out about them during the pandemic. Follow them on Facebook and stuff. Uh, and uh, so I was kind of like, "Oh, great! It'd be nice to see their product in hand in person." When I saw them on the list of vendors, and so of course you walk up to their booth, and you know they do the smart thing. They're like, here, and they pass you one because once you're holding onto it, it's a lot harder to not want one. Yeah. Now. They didn't have, from what I looked, any of the replica. So, like, you know, the ones that are called, like, this one's called Farm Boy. And it's like, yeah, that's Luke's. Or, you know, the Vader replica. Or yeah. now they've, on their site, they have a lot of that stuff. Those ones cost more. Yep. Uh, they had their, the ones they had, most of them, you know, I think the cheapest one was like 175 But it was like 170-ish, low 200s, up into about $300 worth uh, for different designs. I got a nice mid-grade one in the in the two hundred dollar range. Mm-hmm. It's called on their site. It's called the Cleaner. Don't know why. Don't care. I like it. It's black and silver. 
comes with nine sound sound fonts and does the whole range. It's got the built-in LED in the hilt, so you can change. You know, it's got whatever color you can do with an LED light bulb. Yep, it can you know, range through, uh, do brightnesses. You can do like. You can even set it at one point where it'll cycle through the colors and it just slowly fades in and then fades out and fades into the next color too. And then you just hit the button to stop when you find the shade even that you want. Or you can do fast where it just hits the peak of the colors and then hit the button again and it stops. So it's got a lot of cool you know, button controls that you can learn. Uh, it's got motion control. So like when you, once it's on but not lit, you can have it so that you just kind of flick your wrist and then it ignites the blade. And turns the sound on, and so every one of them has lights and sound mm-hmm. built in, and then you get the, bla- the, the, the nice blade, which are battle ready blades. You know they're standing there whacking them against each other the whole time, and so uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. Um, I like the you know yes, I've got another my ultra saber, which I'm still happy with. I just wish I had gotten sound in it. Yep. It lights up nice, but I wish it had sound. Yeah, and that's what I was. I wanted now. I wanted one with sound, so now I have one with sound. And it had a built-in Karmatech wheel too, so I could clip it on my belt clip. Uh, not all of them have that, so yep. the one I picked did though. So yep, I'm sure I missed something on my list. I'll look over my list and maybe add it to next month's list. But that, that's pretty much my six. Oh, there we go. I did pretty good this month. Uh, well, what do we got coming up for the future figure report, and most likely our future six figures a month? <laughs> oh, what do we have? It started off slow. Uh, and then it uh, it picked up. Uh, where do you want to start? What have you got? Uh, well, I've got one of the ones I was excited for. Uh, Mattel announced that they're coming out with a Masterverse Masters of the Universe movie figures. Yes. So we're going to get Dolph and no, we're going to... we're not. They're based on the movies but not the actors likenesses no okay so he-man looks like Dolph in the movie yeah and when you look at the faces and stuff yeah you can tell. i think what they've done here is it, it might look more like the movie version we saw in that masterverse crossover comic book okay than than Dolph but still not enough yeah. to say it's that he-man but it's not they didn't get the rights for the actors, apparently. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for that. That's some of the Masterverse figures that I'll I'll yeah, I'll buy that He-Man Skeletor. Yeah, well, and, and I also been buying any of the, as much as I love the look of those figures, and I've been tempted. I've been like, no, I don't need to collect this line, but those are two figures I'm going to buy. Well, and I've got a bunch of Masterverse pre-orders now. Like they've they've also announced that they're coming out with uh, the ultimate deluxe armor he-man so but that he-man they've changed a little bit of the design so he's got the i haven't looked at that close to see if it's got the spinning tumbler in his chest but they've done if it's just a change off but they've done he-man so that he-man's got a beard yeah he's like old man he-man yeah so i thought that was kind of neat um they're coming out with jitsu and sun man for masterverse so i get those on pre-order nice um they're also coming out with for Masters of Universe Origins. There's going to be um, Whiplash. Oh, cool! And King Randor, and then a. See, I saw them. I think I saw some of those, but I, th- I wasn't sure what was new and what was just finally out for pre-orders, and so I didn't really yeah. quite much for He-Man. Yeah, there, so but you'd have that covered. So. Yeah, so there's 
Randor and Whiplash are coming, so they basically look like the the old the ones. Old um, there's going to be a the Burger, oh, King. the Burger King. What the heck is his name? I don't even know who he is. It's another character is like a Digiron or something like that. Oh, like the alien guy with the face mask or something? Or? No, no, he's kind of human looking. Okay, he's an Afro. He's, he's a he's an African American, African Eternian. He's oh, he's another he's, black character. Is he one of the ones from like the knockoff line, like like Sunman and stuff that they've that were made in like Mex- you know made by other countries that have yeah, been possibly. I don't know much about them, so I've got them on pre order. Yeah. Um, that's the one nice thing about Masters of the Universe; they're very diverse. Like they are showing some diversity in the line. Yeah, where they are showing people of color. Yep. So, um, that was like, oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, got him on order. Uh, then they've got a glow in the dark trap jaw coming okay and they're Why? calling him mini comic version oh okay. so i guess there was a mini one of the mini comics from back in the 80s there right. was a there was a glow in the dark version of, <laughs> of them so not surprised with with, with he-man you can t- tell me that you know in the 80s they made a glow in the dark one and this is just a reinterpretation i'd been like yeah. Yeah, of course they did. Why didn't they? Yeah. They made everything of He-Man so, back in the 80s. I've got I've got him on pre-order, but the ones I'm excited for is Whiplash and King Randor because those are... The um, classics. Yeah, those are... They show up in the cartoon, and that's who I really want. Um, I'm trying Have to they think. done a queen yet? Queen no, Mara? no. Mara? I'm hoping they come out with Queen Marlena at Marlena, some time. not Mara. Yeah, sorry. Mara's yeah. Aquaman's wife. And I think I've also said on another future figure, they're coming out with Attila and Zoar. So I had to go through my list of all my pre-orders. I'm like, okay, yes, I do have Tila and, and Zoar on pre-order. Nice. Which I'm looking forward to that because they have made a few upgrades on the on the female. The female bodies? The female. The origin one? Yeah, yeah. Their, their legs don't look as clunky okay um so i am looking forward to that that get another version of tila that's a little bit more refined um their their knee joints were very like it was almost like a just cut their knees off and and then bend yeah yeah it just it's just the one point bend there yeah yeah the the guy's legs they they made them normal and i don't know why they couldn't have done the same thing with the female legs um, so I've got that as far as Masterverse. You want me to keep going on my yeah, list? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Yeah, and then I okay. can, there'll be things that I just won't have to worry um, about. G.I. Joe on the Pulse Instagram, they announced that they're coming out with a special edition um, coin to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Real American Hero. Oh, that's cool. A one ounce silver coin. It's $99 US. Okay. It's, uh, it's a rectangular shaped coin with color artwork on it of oh, G.I. Joe number one. I saw that and it's out of New Zealand, I think. Yeah. I saw those and I wasn't sure I meant to send it to you and I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm sure he'll see it. I, it's one of those I'd love to have it, but then... But the you price know, is a bit much. The and, price is a bit much and um, just kind of reading the comments, somebody said <laughs> somebody kind of hating in the comments they said 100 bucks for one ounce of silver which is going for 30 bucks so if you want to get rid of it all it's worth is 30 bucks yeah <laughs> it's like yeah, it's a collector's yeah. item buddy so yeah. you're not um, selling it for the metal dude marvel legends um they're coming out with the the next disney plus wave so we've got a bunch of the what if characters including zombie wanda but it's the Conchu is the build a figure in that one 
And but the one I'm most excited for is the Richard E. Grant old Loki from yes. And also there's the uh, the one that remains. But I'm the only one I want in the whole wave is Loki. Yeah, we get the who remains. We get there's a Jimmy Woo. Yes. Uh, and Howard the Duck and Red Skull and Zombie Iron Man. Those are the other ones that you didn't mention yeah. in that wave. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Howard the Duck comes with the uh, Ant Man head in a jar. So if anybody's looking for my Build-A-Figure piece, uh, if old Loki comes with one, it's it's up for grabs. <laughs> I'd say Nathan will probably take it because I'm sure he'll want to build. I, th- I think, But I think he already said he's buying that whole wave and was like, are there characters in this wave people want because he yeah. just wants the figures. <laughs> yeah, I want I want Loki, so. Well, I'm sure he does too. And then uh, playing on McFarland's site, whole bunch of cool announcements there oh yeah there's a whole bunch of mcfarland um, stuff and then the, even up until i think like this morning slash like yesterday there was still adding stuff to the list from mcfarland uh so mcfarland they're coming out with the arkham build-a-figure set so basically arkham batman solomon grundy penguin. grundy grundy's the build-a-figure yeah uh penguin catwoman and Roz. Roz. um I'm probably going to pass on that because I already have the Arkham Batman two pack with all the toxin on them. Yeah. And I have the original Catwoman from when Mattel came out with it and she was a great sculpt. Yeah. Like a bunch of that original Arkham stuff from Mattel was. Was it Mattel or DC Direct stuff? Because a lot of the Arkham game ones were all DC Direct. Okay. It could be DC Direct. I, I know I bought it at retail, so. Yeah. I, I think I bought it at Big B. Well, yeah, Big B would have had yeah. DC Direct stuff there, so. Um, then there's a, there's a whole bunch of Target exclusive stuff that's coming out for Target Collector Con. Yeah, the Geek Fest or yeah, whatever they're calling it this week. Which I basically cleaned up last year by buying a bunch of stuff. <laughs> so there's a McFarland's coming out with a Batman animated series, Batman with a light up diorama rooftop yeah, yeah to make it look like the opening scene there yeah yeah so i'm excited for that um, they're also coming out with a batman 66 alfred dressed up as batman yep so again reusing the same body that they already got and, and giving a you know giving a new head which i had an extra of the mattel batmans and i tried to take batman's head off and i actually broke it off Ooh. So, because those ones weren't really snap and pop. No. Um, so I did some modification on it and I have the, um, Alfred 66 head that came with. Oh, the, in that Alfred action figure with the three pack of heads. Yeah. Yes. Because the original Alfred body, I left the, uh, Michael Goff head on it. Yep. And so I took the. Oh God, I can't, I can't remember Alfred, the actor's name from 66. Anyways, I put yeah. his head on, on a Batman. So I already have an Alfred. That one's the unmasked Alfred Batman. Yes. I already have an <laughs> Alfred Batman. So I'll probably end up buying it if I end up yeah. seeing this one at Target. And then, uh, another one of the Target collector con for October is a lunchbox. Yeah. A lunchbox done with 66 artwork. Um, with four figures in it, Batman, Robin, Joker, and Penguin, all with new colors. Yeah. new. So they're going more comic design for their 
colors. So okay. Batman's a little bit darker gray on, on his body. Um, Joker is really dark purple. They've, they've gone to almost like the, the forties style of, of Joker. Okay. So he's a really dark purple. And, uh, so yeah, if I see that one, I'm hoping I can get into, uh, I'll be hitting a bunch of targets in the States in October. Okay. So I can pick up because hopefully, they'll, they'll be, hopefully there's still left. Some of that stuff will still be left over. Cause that stuff disappears quick. Yeah. Um, well, I can see the sixties to six stuff, maybe not moving as fast just cause it's what it is, but. Yeah, I don't know what else has been announced for Target, Target Collector Con for October. But like last year, I picked up. Well, they've they have some fan fest thing going on right now too, because <laughs> that's where they just announced. So the releasing this week is uh, the Yusaki Yojimbo. Okay, and I think uh, that's why uh, Bronx. I think was supposed to be showing up. That's why Kevin saw it when he was down there. Okay. There's a few things like that supposed to be showing up like this starting starting this weekend. Well, like I picked up, well, last year during that event, that's where I picked up Elvira. Like the NECA Elvira was there first. Yeah. Now she's at now, wider now retail. Now you can find her, yep. But. Um, was that even last year or just in the spring? No, that would have been last fall. Was it last? You've had Elvira that long? I thought it was just last spring. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see, October last year, well, that would have been one of my trips across in late October. Okay. Yeah, because I've had her for a while. Um, It was, yeah, because I had her on pre-order and I found her in at target oh, okay because they had both they had the uh they had the, no, they had cassandra, the signature one too yeah right? the signature one for 100 bucks yeah and then they had the normal one and then i also picked up because it was last october they had a bunch uh because it was in salt lake city because i basically filled my i filled my suitcase when i was coming back from salt lake city with with figures <laughs> Uh, anyways, what else you got on your list? What do I got? Okay, well, we'll stick with McFarlane. Uh, since we're there, they announced a whole bunch of new gold label figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a gold label Shazam, which was kind of a classic looking Shazam. Yeah. Uh, gold label Tim Drake Robin. Okay. A gold label Azrael in bat armor. You mm-hmm. forgot about that one. Yeah, but and then that one's going to be the blue. That's the blue. That's the Azrael. That yeah. That's the one we yeah. all want. Well, I don't call him Azrael. Yeah, but that version was John Paul Valley. Okay, but that's it's still that's. Yeah, Azrael wasn't a thing at that point. It wasn't until after Batman came back, and then they introduced the whole Azrael storyline okay. and all that. Sorry, kind of stuff. Well, I, I can never yeah. remember his name. Yeah, because uh, yeah. no, John John Paul Valley, you know JPV. So, so, so John Paul Valley Batman. Yes, which that one I am super yeah. excited for. And then just this the other day, they've now, and this one turns out, I thought it was going to be, like it's a gold label, but it sounds like it's a Spawn Todd's Toy Store exclusive. It's uh, Superman from Hush mm-hmm. where with the uh, Poison Ivy infection. Okay. Yes, I saw that one. Uh, and then they uh, did the retros. They announced a whole bunch of, uh, I guess, the next wave of page punchers. Okay. So they've already talked. Uh, the next wave is going to be Injustice Two based, so the video game, and we're getting a Batman and a Green Arrow, mm-hmm. and then the way the, the set after that. So they haven't said what else is in that one, but then they've already announced the next set after that, that comes with a, a Flash exclusive comic book 
And in that one, you're getting a Captain Cold, Heat Wave, The Flash, and The Atom. And they're all stylized to match that new comic. So they don't. It's like Flash has like a face visor and like some armor and bits and lines. And so it doesn't look like anything we're used to. Yeah. Same with Captain Cold and Heat Wave. Uh, but there's a Mega Fig instead of a Build a Figure. And it's a new large Gorilla Grodd mm-hmm. with like pumpkin orange like, well, same color orange as your pen armor on okay so it's like i was excited for the gorilla god until i saw the armor and i'm like i'm happy with my injustice to gorilla god yeah gorilla, gorilla god uh and then they've announced in the superpowers line a uh, john stewart green lantern okay i also saw two uh the mcfarland uh, showed images of uh, jake sully from avatar that was the next one on my list yeah because that I'm trying to remember who had the avatar. I don't know who did the original, but they had, you know, that's where we got the smaller figures and we got the, the, and we got mechs and we got, because I have one of the mechs. So do I, I repainted it and was going to repurpose it into a GI Joe thing. Yeah. Um, the Jake Sully looks really good. Yeah. Like it'll be interesting to choose if this Jake Sully is the one meant to fit on the flying, month dragon things that he showed off a few months like the month before because yeah. it's like i might end up buying one of those also depending on price point get one beast with one jake solly just to be like there's my avatar yeah i really Cause I, I enjoyed the first movie. I, I love the first movie i know there's a lot of people hate it but yeah. it's like how can you hate it it sounds been- like they may have taken it off of streaming right now because i guess they're doing it it's getting another theatrical run well, isn't it on Disney Plus? Yeah. So. So they may have removed it from our Disney Plus, though. So if you go looking for it, it's in the. Well, I there. would I would go see it in theater again, especially um, if they're doing it in three D. Yeah, because I I missed it the first time just oh. because I just you know at that point. Yeah, you were at West and. No, that was two thousand nine when it came oh, out. Here? Okay. No, I just I wasn't going to see it. I just yeah. was like, eh, and then it was. It was the very first Blu-ray we ever bought. Uh, we bought it on Blu-ray before we ever bought a Blu-ray player. And then, you know, I've also went and bought the director's cut DVD. So oh, it's nice. that, that two-disc that two disc cut. Oh, okay. But, um, no, I love Avatar. Yeah, like, Avatar same. was yep. a great... Looking forward to the next movie. So it's, it's, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, it's taken, what, 10 years? It's taken a long time for sequels, but... Eh, I enjoyed the first one. I'll go see the second one, and I'll see the. Mm. I'll probably see the third one too. Well, there's not too many James Cameron movies I haven't enjoyed. Yeah, pretty much. You know, like pretty much all every movie he's done, like you know, they're. I'm disappointed. The Abyss is not available to stream anywhere. And I tried to watch it. I borrowed Brent. Brent has a copy of it on mm-hmm. DVD, and I've watched, put it in my DVD player or my Xbox to watch it. And it didn't upscale it at all. It kept it small, so I was like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't watch it because it like didn't fit. Oh well, you you couldn't zoom in on your settings. Uh, I don't know if I could or not on my Xbox. It was just, and then, then but then it would become pixelated. You know, it wouldn't yeah. be crisp. Like, there needs to be a crisp. It, DVD. It's one of those that where deserves a, like, that movie deserves a nice Blu-ray it's, release. It's, it's, it's one of those ones where they came out with Letterbox Edition, but then the DVD is set at uh, wide or four point yeah. four three ratio. I've got a few where, and then you got to hit 
tap the zoom button a few times and you to get it to, fit, to fill the whole screen put up the zoom to 129 percent, and then it fills out the screen properly so yeah and it's just too bad too because like, that's the movie that you know things like photoshop were made to make that movie yeah which is like all the stuff that you know you know it was a groundbreaking movie yeah well and, and the abyss you don't have Terminator 2 without the Abyss. No. Because the... Because you don't get the liquid metal Terminator yeah. without the liquid alien. Yeah. And the thing is, there's a lot of things that, say, the Abyss did or Terminator 2 did, where that's 30 years ago yeah. and still looks better. Oh, like, it, it looks, looks better fine. now. And it's still, even without, the, it's still a good story. Yeah. Like you could have had groundbreaking effects and been a shit story. But it wasn't. It's a good story and groundbreaking special effects. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of critics of James Cameron. I've, I I think he's a really good story screenwriter. You yeah. know, like, hell. Uh, Rambo, First Blood Part 2, James Cameron was the writer on that one. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Him, him, he, he came up with the story and Stallone you know, added, yeah. added things to it. So he's, uh, he's a great writer in my opinion, because I think he tells a story that's very accessible to people. Yeah. And there's a lot of critics of avatar who say it's a, you know, it's a story that's ripped off. Oh, it's Ferngully. Well, it's, it's ripped off a lot of other things. Well, yeah, yeah it's yeah. about colonization and it's about indigenous peoples. Yeah. It's telling the same story that's been told every single yeah. time. It's just, it, makes it a lot easier because you can put it on another planet and we're all talking about aliens but it's yeah. the same shit there's a lot of stories out there that that use parts from this other people's stories yeah and it, you know hey if, as long as you pick and choose the good stuff to reuse like look at you know you could say that maverick pick and choose parts of star wars yeah so here we go but i i always loved avatar and i'm hoping 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 with the new movie Quatrich comes back because Stephen Lang, who's that the the sergeant? Is that the bad yeah. guy for the? Yeah, he's yeah. in the new one. Yeah, so it's one of those. Don't I have no idea how he's how he's how they're gonna explain that he's in the new ones because he looked pretty dead in there in the at the end of. The I first don't one. care as long as he's back. Like yep. Stephen Lang is one of those. I believe Avatar and him playing Quadrich was the the movie that kind of put him on the map, and unfortunately, he didn't quite follow up with all no. those awesome roles yeah. but you know and you forget he was in tombstone with with he was one of the clanton brothers yep back in tombstone back in the 90s with with kurt russell so it's i'm i love that character he's a despicable human being but and he does it well oh just the whole speech we're not in, you know we're not in kansas anymore yeah just Wait, back off of that yeah. tangent off the movies this is with an action figure podcast not a movie podcast yep. uh, so okay back to Marvel Legends we talked about the new Disney Plus wave uh, there's a Venom 3 pack coming out mm -hmm. I think it's an Amazon 3 pack uh, with Venom Agony and Marvel's Riot so for all you symbiote lovers out there you can yeah. buy more of them you go get your Venoms yep there's a Spider-Man 5 pack where you get like you get a black costume Spider-Man, but it's more purple and it's more styled as shape and form of being Ultimate Spider-Man, mm -hmm. like Peter Parker Ultimate Spider-Man. But you get uh, the figures from the regular, more from the Amazing Spider-Man. You, you get a Silvermane in a body, mm -hmm. not just a head. 
uh, the human fly, molten man, and that's where Razorback is going to be found. Okay. In, in this five pack. Uh, they've shown off a Marvel Legends retro carded Ghost Rider. Yes. Which some people are poo pooing because it's a lot of reuse of, like, you know, this is your standard looking Ghost Rider. Um, yeah, but it's sort of going back to that 1997 run when all the Ghost Rider figures were coming out then. Yeah. So. And I think it's supposed to be Johnny. Yes, it's but Johnny Blaze. It's Blaze's. not the second. It's not Danny Ketch. It's, it's not. It's Johnny Blaze. But some people are like, oh, it should be Danny Ketch because of when, but whatever. That'll be the next one. Plus, we still haven't, they keep hinting at we're going to be getting a HasLab Ghost Rider thing. So. That hasn't been announced yet. It'll be interesting to see what it is. Cause yeah, which is, if it's the car. That's the only thing I can think of being to be worth being a HasLab. Do you think it will get backed? I don't know. I don't think so. If it's just a car, the price would have to be pretty low. Like, I can't see it. It's got to be one of those ones where it's like, okay, it's a little too much for retail and too niche for retail. Because they're already selling motorcycles and stuff at retail. Motorcycle sets. So it can't yeah. just be a motorcycle. Yeah. But maybe if they don't, they do hit the new guy with the car, and then maybe you still you throw in some other ones. Like maybe we get horseback Ghost Rider, you know, make it worth it. Yeah. But anyway, who knows? Know. Like I, I probably won't back it either way. I like elements of Ghost Rider. Yeah. Um, never made sense for me with the car. How do you ride a car? You ride a bike. You ride a motorcycle. Yeah. You drive a car. Yeah. Unless you're the passenger, then you're a rider. What about Knight Rider? Car drive. Car. car drives himself. <laughs> How does a car ride a car? Yeah, Knight Rider. Hey, Michael Knight didn't have to drive the car. No, he Can't, rode. He rode in the car. He rode in the car. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then, so just the other day too, they've now they've come out with a comic style um, Gore the God Butcher. Yes, which is still not completely accurate. Because I think there's some issues with the feet and legs that people are complaining about, but it's like, yeah, you know what? It looks good enough to me. I looked at it and was like, oh yeah, that looks like the comic book version instead of the movie version. Yeah, it's well, got the head tails. It's got the sword. There's and, certain things you can draw that you can't really do as far as physics on a figure. Yep, or reuse even. Uh, so Black Series, we got some announcements. With some, uh, I guess there's going to be a GameStop Collector Fest coming up. <laughs> And so there's some exclusive figures, so some more gaming greats got announced. Uh, two of them. Uh, a black and white battle droid. Okay. And a, uh, a trooper. It's a rocket launcher trooper. So okay. it comes like a big like rocket launcher bazooka thing. That yep. one looks pretty cool. And then they've announced the, uh, with Andor coming to Disney+. Plus. Yep. We've got an Andor wave of figures already announced. So we're getting a reissue. It looks like a reissue of the short trooper. We're getting an Imperial officer called Ferrix. Uh, we're getting a new Cassian in the Aldani mission outfit. Uh, we're getting another Imperial officer, but that one just says Imperial officer Dark Times. So, so. we're getting a couple different officers, an Andor and a trooper so far. So, so the show will either tell us what we got yeah, coming we'll either, or... We'll either get more. I'm sure we'll probably get a little few more after the, once the show starts because... Yeah. I'm sure. Well, I guess they did already announce that one set. I think it's an exclusive with him and that new red droid that he's supposed to have yeah. during this one. Um, McFarlane, we've done. Uh, we don't do a lot of 
talking about MFX and Medico's MFX figures, but I added these ones on here because I know these ones could tempt you. Which ones? Mafex. Mafex? Yeah. They're one of those more high-end import action figure lines. There's a battle-damaged Robocop. Okay. And a Terminator T-800 coming. And they both look really nice. The only problem with some of those ones, just the price point is like, nope, way, way, way out of my price range. Exactly. But I figured I'd put that this little tease. And then we've got, this is another little tease because we haven't seen them yet. Um, uh, Hasbro Mm -hmm. is bringing back starting lineup. Yes. And they've been teasing. So now they've started showing, so I guess they're going to be announcing it soon. I guess the first one's a basketball player. Mm -hmm. Probably Michael Jordan. I would assume. Maybe LeBron. Who knows? Uh, but so far, we know it comes with a little like a piece of the court, yep. a back, you know, the backboard, the basketball, a couple of different nets, one with a ball in the net, one with, with empty, and then it looks like it's got like a little flight stand so you can like have your guy and slam dunking or yeah. something. They haven't actually shown any figures yet. It'll be interesting to see what they do, what they come up with. Will they be? Like, I hope these are. Full on, just a regular action figure with elbow joint, all the joints that you can do. So you can pose them in other stuff or yeah. have them in other things. It'd be cool to have, if they do hockey players eventually, to just have them standing there without being in a pose or, you know, have throw them in. They're, they're the new goon. You throw them in through wrestling figures or whatever, right? Like, you know, instead of the old school, well, they can only pose one way. Yeah. Where they were more of a statue than anything else. Yes. So. Uh, so in speaking of little little figurines, Super Seven has announced some more of those little the little whatever they call the, the three and three quarter inch figures. Yep, uh, they're doing oh sorry the reaction figures. I had to write it down right here. They're doing a set of Beastie Boys <laughs> based on their look from the music video Sabotage. Okay, so with the uh, the, the glasses and the, they look pretty cool. Once again, price point for what it is, I'm buying them, but they're cool. Yeah, no, I haven't bought any of those ones just because. Yeah. Like, I haven't bought any of the G.I. Joe reaction. Just not worth it, no. in my opinion. No. Uh, something else I know you're interested in, and I know you have already pre-ordered from this list, the new Toonie Terror series. Yes. Yep. Uh, we're getting a, a Teen Wolf. Yep. We're getting an alien from They Live. We're getting a Killer Clowns from Outer Space Shorty. The Beauty of Horror, Guliana. And another Killer Clowns from Outer Space, uh, Slim and Chubby, two-pack. The one I wish that they would come out with, and it's probably just a matter of rights. And And um, time. I hope someday they come out with a Toonie Terror creep show. Okay, which creep show? Uh, Creep show, so creep show came, it was a movie, came out in 82, and uh, it was sort of a a version of like tales from the crypt and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Through, but, but George Romero was the director of creep oh, show. Okay. And it's, so it's an anthology storyline where it's like four different stories and like tales from the crypt style. Yep. Um, have they done a tales from the crypt creeper, uh, crypt keeper? Not in, not in Toonie Terrors. Terrors. So, um, that would be cool too. Like a crypt keeper. And, but, uh, yeah, before, before the Tales from the Crypt show, now Tales from the Crypt was already a comic book from back in the 50s, yeah. but uh, yeah, Creep so show. So it was creepy. 
There was a creepy comic from back in the old. Oh yeah, there's lots too, of them. But, but yeah, creep show is is creep. Yeah, creep creep show thing. is inspired by all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but the first movie, what I love about it is um, Leslie Nielsen was in it. Okay. Ted Danson was in it. Ooh. And uh, also Ed Harris was in it. Okay. What was it about? All different storylines. Oh, so they were, okay. I thought you meant they were all in the same. No, they weren't all in the same. Leslie Nielsen and Ted Danson. Wow, that's a pretty impressive cast for uh, one creepy episode. Le- Leslie Nielsen and Ted Danson were in the same segment. Okay. And uh, basically, Ted Danson's character was having an affair with Leslie Nielsen's wife, <laughs> and uh, he kidnapped them both and. Buried them up to their neck in sand Ooh. and waited for the, for the tide, to come, tide to come and get them. Oh, wow. But set up TVs so they could watch each other die. Yeah, it's it's it's, That's creepy. it's fantastic. I love it. Um, the first one's kind of tough to find on streaming. Um, uh, Creepshow 2 is available on Amazon Prime, but I picked up the, the first one. Like It goes on for like five bucks oh, on nice. DVD, so it's part of my... Part of your Halloween, my spooky month. season movie watches with my Friday Thirteenth and my Halloweens and all that kind of stuff. So nice, but no, those would be. I'm looking forward to the Teen Wolf because I love I love Teen Wolf, and there's not a lot of action figures. No. Um, when we had the discussion one day, it'd be great if NECA could come out with a Ultimate Scott Howard, you know. Um, with the varsity jacket and then swap out the heads kind of like what they did with Wolfman. Yep. Um, so you could get Wolfhead or, or Michael know. J. Fox head. It wouldn't be hard there to nope. get the Michael J. Fox license. Yeah. And I imagine Mike MJF would, uh, <laughs> sorry, the, the real Michael J. Fox, not the other the original MJF. Yeah. I imagine he'd probably sign off because he's, He's already seen what NECA can do with him yeah. from Back to the Future. I'm sure that if we probably look online, there's talented customizers that have already made it. Yeah. It's Using the, the head sculpt from those figures. And, some, you know, you find a, I'm sure there's some varsity action figure somewhere out there or made one and who knows. Yeah. But on the NECA side of things, the only really thing new thing I noticed um, was they announced a accessory set for the seven inch dracula yes i saw that where there's the coffin and then coffin some animals armadillo understand and anything about. well they're in the movie it's yeah. just well, i haven't seen the movie so yeah. we've, we've talked about that before you haven't seen the movie no i Jesus. haven't i know man it's been 90 years catch up Jeez. Um, spoilers i'm probably gonna pass on the on the dracula set um, just because I only have so much horror space. I'm, I would love to get the Frankenstein set. I want the Frankenstein set to go with my Frankenstein, and it can be used for other things. I want the mummy set because I want the sarcophagus. I could care less about the mummy figure. Yeah. If I can get the, the set, I'll be happy. Now, that being said, I will probably eat my words and wish I got the Frankenstein set if they ever come out with a Colin Clive. Uh, if they come out with a Dr. Frankenstein. Oh yeah. Then for sure you'll want, well, if they come out with Henry Frankenstein, I think uh, if, if you're next time when you're, when you're south of the board in your travels and you come across the Frankenstein set, you'll buy one. And once you see it, you'll probably be like, I'll just buy it. But I don't have space for it. That's but the that's, problem. So it can stay in the box until you do have space yeah, for it. Well, Cause I, then they'll come out with the one, they'll, the, the guy you want. I doubt that I, I just have serious doubts. They'll come out with a Henry Frankenstein. Yeah. That would be awesome if they did. And if, if there's anybody screaming at their, their podcast or their, their phones right now saying, his name is Victor. Well, in 1931, they called him Henry. Yeah. 
yes, I know Victor Frankenstein is Dr. Frankenstein from the books, but for the movie, they called him Henry. Victor was his friend. So I love it. Yeah. Any other uh, news? That's it for my list. All right. Well, let's see here. We've, we've gone on pretty long here, but we should, uh, yeah, just looking at the time. Yeah, so this is a little bit of an extended episode, but we've got a lot of uh, news and yeah. six figures. So we'll just, our Talking toy segment is more of, of a recap of Fan Expo. Yeah, which, we'll do a little Fan Expo review. Which, uh, at the time that you're getting this, was about a week and a half ago. Um, so it was the return of Fan Expo to Metro Convention Center. Fan Expo Canada 2022. Yes, so we did have that. Fan Expo Limited Edition, as I said earlier in the podcast, it was like a piss poor Toronto Comic Con. Uh, Fan Expo this year, um, they did sell what what we were told on Friday night. Uh, We heard rumors through some acquaintances we have who were in the 501st, where they were warned by Fan Expo organizers that uh, 170,000 tickets were sold. If you leave the building on Saturday, even if you're an exhibitor, you might not get back in. So, um, it was a very, very, very busy day. Well, it surprised me. doesn't surprise me for Saturday. It surprised me that not letting exhibitors back in, but I can see like 501st exhibitor versus somebody who's running a booth exhibitor. Yeah. But they all get the same pass. Yeah. So, but, um, but I'm not surprised. You know, you hear people complain about Saturday. Oh, they they oversold by by 150% of tickets. That's how these things work. Yep. They don't sell the, the the capacity assuming, well, everybody that bought a ticket is going to be here from open to close all day long. No, they assume you're going to be there maybe half the day. Yep. Same with, like, I had a four-day pass, and now on the Saturday, I was there until 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I was gone. Yeah. You know, the con went on till 7 or whatever on... And were on, you there at open? Um, Shortly after. It was... About 11 by the time. Did you have I, to wait in line to get in? How, how bad was the line Saturday morning? Don't know. I don't I don't use lines. Oh, where you go, there are no lines? I stay at the hotel. Okay. And at Fan Expo, you have, there's an entrance into the convention center from the hotel. Oh, okay. So there's- so They actually have people set up to let you in? Yep. And out of? Oh, okay, nice. So there's never a line. Oh, there you go. So you could be lined up. They could be, there could be- Thousands of people lined up and I can go through the hotel, tap my badge and be on the con floor. Oh, there you go. Now, here's your secret. Do you have to be staying at the hotel to have access to that entrance? Nope. Oh, there you go. Hmm. No, Uh, because I, on uh, Friday morning, I sold a Hellfire shirt to a friend of mine and they said, well, I better go and get in. And I said, just go through that door there. You get right on the con floor. So he walked over, tapped his badge and boom, you're right there. You're at the escalators. So if you're leaving through the North building, when you go down the escalators and you're walking over to the exit on the front street, like that's where you come out from the hotel. So it is the best access to fan expo. Um, I was really hoping they used to have that door open at Toronto comic-con because that's how I used to you could get in to the north building and then you just go up the escalators and then walk over the bridge to get down. Um, but that door has been closed. 
So I was really hoping it, it was going to be open for Toronto Comic Con or for Fan Expo, and it yeah. was. So yes, it is the the best access. Um, for myself, I cosplayed all four days. I had no interest in going through Artist Alley or going and looking at the vendor booths. I was very focused on cosplay this time. I spent most of my area or most of my time in the cosplay area. Which they moved this year and it was in the South Building. Well, they've had the cosplay guests and celebrities have typically been in the North Building. Yeah. So they moved all of them into the South Building. Yeah. Over uh, where the, well, like I said, where the last full, you know, of Fan Expo was where the GameStop, EB Games and Microsoft video game area was in yeah. that far corner. Yeah. Um, the cosplay red carpet was moved over to the cosplay area versus. Which I thought was a good spot for it. Yep. Because normally it was somewhere else. Uh, cosplay for a cure had their cosplay recovery lounge, which was in that area. Yep. It was normally. Off somewhere else. Completely. It was in one of the rooms in the bottom of the North building. Yeah, so, so way out of the way. Here was right where all the cosplayers would be. Yep. I spent most of my time with uh, the friends from the Geeks and Company podcast. I've guested on their show a oh. few times. Okay. So they had a booth with Cosplay Alliance. And uh, is that the where the photos were being taken? Yep. Yep. So the uh, Geeks and Co. and Cosplay Alliance, they had uh, backdrops made up. And they had photos there. So like JS and Rob, they brought their predators out. They also did on Friday, uh, JS and Rob did um, Vulture and Doc Ock. Yes, I saw I saw those. Like when we were over there, it was Spider-Man, uh, Doc Ock, and Vulture. And, yes. Yeah. So uh, Jeff. Um, Jeff was in Spider-Man, yeah, yeah. which I figured eventually I saw him later. Uh, walking around with a mic, interview, talking to people. So yeah, okay. So they I thought that was that, that was probably him. And- so the guy, the guys from Geeks and Co. Um, they also or the Geeks Boutique podcast. They also did live on Instagram um, every day. Oh, good. For so that. they they did the live. They got a good of- enough signal down there to do that. Well, they got Wi-Fi access because oh, okay. they're exhibitors. So, oh, okay. So they did. Um, they did live on Instagram. Um, all four days they were there on the Sunday. Um, we decided to do DC day. So Jeff has a brand new bat, the Batman 2022 movie version of the suit. And I had said to him, I'm like, well, Hey, I've never taken Batman, my Batman to a con yet because it's a, I got the suit December, 2019 Yeah, reworked them during COVID. I've, brought them to like BPL comic fest. I've, I've done photo shoots with them. I've wore them at a few times. I've, I've worn them out quite a few times, but never been to a con. Yeah. So it was like, okay, well you do Batman. I'll do Batman. Yep. And then with the announcement of stranger things and, uh, kind of a shift like, cause then being added extra days. Yeah. Like Joseph Quinn was showing up and then most, a lot of the cast members of stranger things that sort of freed up Mike uh, crazy Mike cosplay for Friday or for Sunday. So we said, Hey, you be Batman. I'll be Batman. Jeff be Batman. So it was sort of a big thing. We've been talking for years that three of us would do Batman. Yeah. So it was huge that all three of us could be Batman the same day. And the, I've said before, there's nothing better being Batman, but there's nothing worse 
because because it doesn't breathe. It doesn't breathe, and you do not get a break. Everybody wants to see Batman, and uh, so we got down to the booth just about eleven, and for three straight hours, we had lineups of people wanting their picture taken with us, and and um, Geeks and Co. and Cosplay Alliance. When all this happened, it was like, okay, we'll be there as Batman. JS and Rob were doing Vulture and, and Red Hood. And we said, well, why don't we just do a DC meetup? So we arranged for a DC meetup at one o'clock. And, you know, there was there was a big group of DC cosplayers showed up. Mm-hmm. There was also a DC red carpet photo shoot on the red carpet at that, like, at noon. And we were as the three Batman, we were drawing so many people. The person putting together the DC red carpet meetup walked over and said, guys, can you just come over here because you're drawing our crowd away? So we walked over and by the time we walked over, there was a huge crowd to get their pictures. And then, and then I think we had a bigger crowd show up at one o'clock for our DC meetup that we had planned. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, Saturday I did Lord of the Rings. Um, so our fellowship, uh, that's been in the plan for two years. Mm. Uh, we have about, there was about 18 people in the fellowship. Um, but because. Oh, wow. See, I didn't see, a, I don't think I ever saw a group shot then. It's so hard to get everyone together. Oh. A few people backed out. Uh, they weren't able to get the. Oh, so you cos- didn't have eighteen of these. No, it's just basically the, it was the core of us. Yeah. So it was like Lindsay, Mike, Jeff, Megan, myself, and Liz had jumped oh. in. Oh, you know that the, you've seen there's a husband and wife that I've seen them at past fan expos. I saw pictures of them again at this year that have the costumes where they're Mary and Pippin on the backs. Of orcs? Uh, it's not husband and wife. Oh, it's not? It's father and daughter. Is it father and daughter? Okay, yep. sorry. Yeah, they, pop, they popped in and they jumped just, in okay, with I was going to say, it'd be cool if you guys all got, if you guys yep. hooked up with them. So. Yeah, okay, no, cool. they they were, they were, they are part of our fellowship, part oh, okay. of our group. Good. Um, but again, same thing. It's, Fan Expo is too big. You can't oh, yeah. get, we're hopefully getting a photo shoot planned sometime away from a con. Just yeah, get so just everybody. Everybody there. meet for an afternoon someplace green. No, they they were there, but basically the core of us was like Mike was Mike was Faramir, uh, Liz was Eowyn, I was Elrond, Lindsay was uh, Arwen, Megan was Galandri- uh, Galandriel, and Mike was uh, Boromir. Or sorry, Jeff. Jeff was Boromir. So that. That was our main group. Okay. Um, then Christina was with us for a bit too. Uh, she had her Nazgul. And then we had photos over at the cosplay area. And then Lindsay and Christina had a photo with all four hobbits. Okay. So then the real challenge was trying to get from the south building to, to the, the north, north building photo shoot. at three o'clock yeah so when you're and you know like the nazgul's like 150 pounds of real armor Oof. so yeah christina was like you know tr- we're trying to walk through the crowd with the nazgul so yeah well, unfortunately we had to be those cosplayers 
taking el- escalators, um, but or sorry, elevators. Yeah. But there's nothing we can do. She no. She can't walk in the suit. She can't ride an escalator. No. In the suit. It's, so whatever. It's anyways. Um, uh, Friday I did Thor. Um, so I did uh, my blue and gold. Um, Love and Thunder Thor, and then swapped over to uh, Ravager Thor in the afternoon. Um, Allison, she did a version of uh, Love, so Gore's daughter, who then, you know, uh, Thor ends up adopting at the end of Love and Thunder. Sorry, it's a spoiler. Uh, by the time this comes out, uh, it's on Disney Plus anyways. So. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus this week, so there you go. And uh, Allison's version of Love was inspired from ravager elements and also was her as she shows up at the end of thor um and then liz did uh, mighty thor so the jane foster suit and on friday or sorry thursday i did snake eyes um how was that i know you were excited to, to, to bring them out it well i had actually it really helped having liz and allison as my handlers that day because you, it's very limited visibility and snake eyes uh i can't hear too well because yeah. you've got a bucket on apparently there was a lot of people yelling and, and like like excited to see snake eyes um i got stopped a lot for photos there wasn't a lot of cosplay on thursday okay and uh but there was a lot of people excited to see, to see it. it um so yeah a huge thanks to allison and liz for helping and getting me stopped <laughs> like okay no this person here this person here yeah. um it was the, the I was very debating going, like sort of pulling out of the Lord of the Rings on Saturday and just be Snake Eyes again, but I'm glad I didn't because the Lord of the Rings went over huge. Yeah, no, uh, you guys all looked, you guys all looked great. I had a lot of people send compliments of of Elrond. I had. Zero wearing it. You I, I had zero to do with it. Uh, Lindsay supplied the whole cosplay. Um, she she had a commission. She built it. She had asked me two years ago if I would be Elrond. Um, so really, all I had to do with it was just provide the character, wear uh, it, and be aloof. Well, not really aloof. I, I was more regal. And, okay. and, uh, I just was talking about the, because the character himself is very much, you know, regal and, you know, just yeah. kind of the, yeah. no, these I, other species. There, there's uh, lots of times, like there was actually one spot where we were trying to go back to the Geeks & Co. booth and we're like, the hell with it. We just, there was the esports, they were starting and we walked in front of the stage and just, didn't care. Walk, walked like royalty. That's what we were. We're, you know, king of the elves, you know. So then, yeah. And it's uh, actually one of the best things on the Saturday uh, because we were waiting for Lindsay and Christina to finish their photo op. And I had to head out at four because uh, my wife Angela was coming in on the train. So I went to go meet her. So I'm watching the clock very closely. And we we got down over where you come out from the photo ops, like where you come out and get your photos and there's a walkway there. And it was just like, let's just stand in this walkway. We're out of the way. Well, I didn't realize that's also the walkway to bring all the celebrities through. So we're standing there and big security guard comes and Kevin Smith's walking by us. And he looks over and he says, Hey, Hey Kevin. And they kept walking. 
That's cool. And then Mike's like, who's that? And I was like, oh, it was Kevin Smith. And my then, buddy Kevin Smith. Didn't hear he said hi. And then we're standing there, and I see a guy come out with a hat. And I look and went, oh, that's Jamie Campbell Boyer. He's Vecna in Stranger Things. Yep. So he walked right past. And then coming back the other way, uh, Robert Englund was walking past oh, nice. us. So he gave a couple high fives to some other people. He didn't quite stop when he, he kept walking when he got past us. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, look, I'm going to watch him. Now, like, what day was this again? Saturday. Oh, so you were in your... Uh, I was in Elrond, El- so I'm still Elrond. And I was, it was getting a point. I had to leave. Anyways, Jamie Campbell Boyer's coming back with security. And he stopped and he looked at me and he says, I just want to tell you, your, your costume is amazing. And I went, oh, thank you. And he kept walking. And I was like, holy shit, Vecna just said my cosplay is amazing. So I thought that was quite cool. That's pretty cool. Um, I've, he's, um, I've, from people I've talked to at Fan Expo who had interactions with Jamie Campbell Boyer, they say he's spectacular, like super friendly. I, I got a couple, I bought one autograph from Joseph Quinn, so Eddie Munson. So I had a very brief interaction. They were they were rocketing people through at a very fast pace, um, and then my friend Chelsea was going for a photo op with them, and then got a a autograph. So I was talking to her, and I'm like, "Well, what the hell?" I had nowhere else to go at that point on Friday, so I just stood in line with her and got to fist bump Joseph Quinn again. And then when we came out, there was no line for Grace Van Dien. So Chrissy from yep, the cheerleader and uh, I went to go buy a photo op for my daughter. Um, so I did the selfie selfie and photo op package because it's the cheapest 60 bucks for an autograph or it's hundred for a selfie and a, and a autograph. Okay. So when you said photo op before, I thought you meant did you said you're buying her a photo op. No, I said uh, sorry. The selfie. Yeah. But okay. I was buying her an autograph. An autograph. Oh, okay. So I did the photo, I did the selfie, yeah. the photo op, and and autograph because yeah. it was cheap. It's a good, good combo. So yeah. I, I talked to. Uh, Have you given her the autograph yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was she excited? Yeah, yeah. She didn't know she was getting it. So I, nice. uh, but when I was talking to Grace Van Dien, um, the guy ahead of me in line, he started gushing about. Um, he's like, "Oh yeah, I met your dad here several years ago," and I'm like, "Well, damn it, there's goes what I was gonna say." Who's her dad? Casper Vandian. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was. I photobombed your dad. He was in a photo with your friend, my friend. Yeah. So I'm like, um, so I was going to tell her, like, because yeah, I've met, I've done, I've met Casper twice now. Yeah. At different events, and it's funny. One of the Burlington Toy Shows. Yeah. And so that's the one I he, I photobombed you. He was there, and you know, at that point, it was only ten bucks to get a selfie with him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the guy ahead of me in line, he was just, he was saying about how awesome her dad is. And, and, uh, so when I got up, I, I was just telling about my daughter, how she huge stranger yeah. things fan, but yes, grace is very graceful and nice. And just, you know, it was just funny talking to her. It was just like, she was so excited. And I said, yeah, this is for my daughter and she loves stranger things. And I said, uh, you know, selfies for me, but the, autograph yeah. for her and she's like oh do you want me to write chrissy wake up on it and i'm like yeah that, that'd be awesome like whatever you want to write the, um joseph quinn like no personalization on yeah, anything no. it was just, just his signature and i 
for him, I was able to get Dylan's name written on it. Oh, that, nice. That's about it. But uh, yeah, so there's there's my. Did she my, know she was getting that one? She, she paid for that one. Oh, she paid for that one. Okay. She wanted the Joseph Quinn autograph, and I. That's that was pricey. I it was a hundred bucks. Yeah. I got there at three, and I bought my photo op or my bought my autograph ticket, and then I stood in line for ninety minutes until I got in to see him. But there was, they were counting up the numbers of people standing in line. Mm-hmm. I, my, I had ticket number 32. By the time they got to me counting the people, because they went through the end of the line, by the time they got to me, I was number 60. So I'm like, okay, so that means there's going to be at least 92 people standing here Yep. for photo ops. So I'm like, okay, well, figured there's probably some people bought multiples. So there's probably, they probably only had a hundred tickets. So I'm like, oh, there's 10 grand. Yeah. In, in that session. Yeah. In that session. And then they opened up more photo ops later and, and, and all that yeah, kind of stuff. And autograph so. sessions. And then he was there all weekend. So the same thing, you don't pay him. You're paying fan expo. Yeah. Because somebody wanted to keep the ticket and the fan expo rep said, no, you can't have that. They said, you can keep the ticket, but you're not getting the autograph. Did the ticket say anything? Well, yeah. It said Joseph Quinn autograph signing and all that kind of stuff. Did it have a, a specific date and time or not? Yep. Oh. It was Thursday, 4 o'clock. Well, it's funny that they wouldn't let you keep the ticket then because it's not they can reuse it. No, but it was, they. she said, this ticket is a $100 bill. You can keep it, but you're not getting an autograph. You want the autograph? Give me the ticket. So the guy gave her the ticket. Yeah. See, I, I, there's a way around that. Like, so you punch it or something like that with a hole punch to say, now it's been used. Let them keep the ticket as your experience. I took a and, photo of mine, so. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. So. Anyways. Anyway. How about you, Fan Expo? Uh, I went one day, did the old take the train down to avoid traffic, uh, which came into turned into a bit of a mess on the way home. We missed the last straight train back to Barrie. Yeah. Uh, when we looked, we thought it said, you know, train to Barrie. Awesome. No problem. That's seven o'clock. Awesome. So we get to the station. It's like train to Aurora, then bus to Barrie from <laughs> Aurora. So we took that one and didn't get back, didn't get home. It was like nine. It was like 930 when we rolled into Barrie. So it took a couple hours to get home instead of the 90 minutes on the train. But we had to, it was either we caught that train or the next train was, it wasn't until 10. Like we, we, there was some, yeah, we, we stayed later because we were waiting for, when Nathan came with us, so we were waiting for his friend to show up, but it didn't matter, whatever. We, if we would have missed that train, our plan was just to, we were going to take the subway to, to Vaughn and get someone to come pick us up. It would have worked out. Either way, we got home, everything's fine. Um, I bought some toys. I bought a new lightsaber. Um, the, the guys at CR Sabers were great. We probably stood and talked to them for like a good 20 minutes yep. before I even bought my lightsaber. And uh, just learning about their business. He was telling us about how they started it. He started it up and they're trying to make like the, he's looking at buying, I guess there was a toy store near them that closed. And he was looking at possibly buying the guy's inventory and maybe expanding their store or getting another storefront and having a story and kind of building like their little piece of their neighborhood where they're built, where they are into like a geeky 
area. Yeah. So you got the lightsaber store, you got a toy store. I think there was like a geeky cafe or like a gaming store or something nearby too or something. So it's like they're looking to do this and I think they're in in Chilliwack. Okay. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on where they are, but look them up. They're pretty good. CR Sabres. Um, got to meet Michael Cho. Got some comics autographed. I wanted to meet James Tivian, uh, but when I went by at one of his signing times, I was uh, I didn't want to stay in line. Yep. I was getting tired by that point. So, but uh, no, looked around. I checked out the vendor areas. Uh, saw some cool stuff. Saw some expensive stuff. Uh, so there wasn't too many things that I was looking for that then I found and, and, and turned down. Like the one thing I was trying to find that uh, Rodimus model kit. Mm-hmm. Um, disappointed in actually that Bandai, the Bandai booth, I was disappointing. They had this big booth and they didn't have a lot of, like, there wasn't a diversity of product there. Uh, they didn't have any of their the Samurai Star Wars figures. They didn't really have any Dragon Ball Z figures that they normally were. They didn't have like a lot of the figure art stuff and the models that they normally had. It's like they went with a bigger booth, but less product this year. Where before they had smaller booths, and you had to like walk in and walk through, but they had more product. Yeah, but they always had a lineup. Yeah, well, they, they um, I didn't. They had like four different spots you could buy from around their booth, so. Yeah, and there was there was stuff going on. They even you know they still had their model kit uh, building sessions, um, but yeah, they just they didn't have to do the transformer models. They didn't really have any of the, the Star Wars figures. So the things that Brent and I were both looking for, yep. they didn't have this year. They still had some cool stuff. Um, there wasn't as many. Like I kind of missed the not there not being like a big Lego booth like there was previous where you could do stuff and see things and there was no. No GameStop or Toys R Us this year yeah. with exclusives. Um, but I did, like I said, I did find the Rodimus kit in one in a random, a different booth. But they wanted like ninety dollars for it, and I'm I don't care. I'm sorry, I'm not paying ninety dollars for a, a, a Transformers model kit that I got to put together myself. Well, even j- just mentioning real quick about the uh, exclusives, it's not like even San Diego didn't have exclusives. No, everything, exactly. Everything this, this we had to was, buy online. Yeah, exactly. But so, so it wasn't like uh, there weren't. That's the one thing. The benefit there weren't exclusive toys that we had to rush in to get yeah. to and hunt this year. So we could look just look for other things. Um, now of the fan expo exclusive air quote exclusive stuff from the fan expo booth. Uh, I was disappointed. There was no fan expo branded t-shirt this year. There was a Mandalorian t-shirt that was supposed to be exclusive or something. And then this other one was like some cereal box or something. That, that was the fan expo shirt, but it didn't say fan expo on it. No, but that was the, because like I buy the four day pass. Yeah. So you get well, no, the, the you, free you t-shirt between one of those shirts. Couldn't you? You had to get that one. You got the con charms one. Yeah. So, which it's, it, there was a lot of people disappointed with the shirt. Um, cause like Mike, he got the premium package Yep. and it was Sunday afternoon by the time we went to go pick up his stuff and they were all out of everything. All they had left was the t-shirt and like one Jack Skellington vinyl. So he's like, I don't want any of this. He's, so he gave it to me. So, so I gave the shirt to to Angela. Um, yeah, it was a horrible shirt. It's yeah. it was really bad. I didn't like it at all. No, the the best shirt they ever came out with was the 25th anniversary one. The, yeah, the Fan Expo 25. That one was a really good shirt. That was a good one. And then they had the one with the superheroes flying up. 
Yeah. It was like a Superman. Yeah, that Superman. wasn't bad. That was a good one. The robot. The, the one robot's with the robot, not bad. But Fan Expo 25 is the best yeah, shirt just the they big, ever. The 25. Yeah, exactly. Which every year I buy, you know, that's one of the things. I'll go and get the big bag lanyard t-shirt combo pack. Yeah. Because I want the t-shirt. And the bags are just a benefit. Same with the lanyard. The lanyard goes in the pile of lanyards, whatever. I actually used one this year because uh, we did the pre-purchase of our ticket mm-hmm. and had it shipped. So we didn't have to pick it up in time. And now they've moved away from the wristbands to the, the tag in and out. Yep. Which I was surprised they weren't tagging between buildings. Like they did for the one Toronto Comic Con the one year when we had the press passes. You would They would tag you when you went to go to the North Building and South Building. Well, that was different because you actually had to leave the building to get over to the other side. No, not that year. I could still take the, because I didn't, the one you're thinking of, I didn't go to that. Oh, okay. It was the spring, not the winter Toronto Comic Con. Either way, it was the only one that we got press passes for. Mm-hmm. I remember them, but yeah. So, and I understand what they're doing. You know, it's, it's crowd control. It's numbers control. Like, I like the passes. It's instead of wearing a wristband, you get a nice little pass. You- no, I like, I like the RFID tag. I think yeah. it's much better. So, they're the badge. So we were able to get those ahead of time. And so when we got there, you know, we took the train down. We got there just after 10. By the time we walked over there, there was nobody at the door. We walked up and said, uh, we got our tickets already. Yep, this way. Okay, okay. We walked right up, opened my bag for bag inspection. I had, you know, they always say, oh, no food, no outside food. I had my little, you know, plot, you know soft cooler at the bottom of my, ba- of my bag with a couple sandwiches in it that they never look into and never stop. I had a poster tube. And she's like, what's this? It's a poster tube to put posters in if I buy anything. So I popped it open, so I showed her it was empty. She's like, all right. I closed it. And I was wondering, you know, is this a prop? Like, do I need to go to a prop check? Or is yeah. this so my hiding? You know, nope, poster tube, it's empty. Yep. And then they're like, all right, go ahead, have a nice day. So I walked in, never had any problems with security or any volunteers. Also, never really had any need to interact with them. But that's why I go Friday. I don't go Saturday when I know it's going to be stupid busy, almost impossible to get between buildings, let alone floors, because they stop the escalator for whatever reason, whether it's they got to stop it because there's too much weight on it, they got to stop you to stop people transitioning because there's too many people in whatever spot. That's my only real... My one complaint would be, and it's not even my complaint because I'm not there for it. I don't care. Yeah, It's the biggest complaint I see online afterwards is that they're not people aren't being communicated on why they're being held back? Yeah, and whenever they try, anyone's oh, security doesn't know anything. Well, that's because they're they're building security. They're an event. They don't know what's going on at the event. Don't ask them. Well, what times the signing? They don't know. Yeah, go to the inf- the fan expo information table for that. Yeah, and a lot of times, um, it's. The, the people with the yellow shirts is just star security. Yeah, they're just security. They're they're just, the same. They're just hired out for the or they're just hired for the event. Yeah, they also did boots and hearts. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're just they're paid to show up and just yeah. be a body. Be a body. Um, stand at this door. People can't come in and out without this tag. Yeah, I had the only issue I had with security on Sunday was when we're trying to leave as Batman because I hit the wall. I was done. Yeah. Um, I was dehydrated. I didn't have a place to sit down. I just needed a break. And I'm like, hell with this. I'm getting out of Batman. I'm done. Three and a half hours is it's too long. Yep. They had the escalator shut down because they were saying uh, there's 
too many people in each area, so they're trying to do crowd control. Yep. So finally, we go up one escalator. We got up to the to the seven hundred level. Okay. There's stairs that you can take up to the six hundred level. Yeah, and the so, six hundred levels where you can get outside. Right? No, no five hundreds. Five hundreds outside yeah. ground level. Okay. So bypassed the escalator, went over to those stairs, took the stairs up to the six, tried to cut through the or tried to just walk over and just go up the stairs, up to, to the, the five to get out. Yep. They wouldn't let us use the one stair. Okay. He says, you got to go that way. Fine. Walk over to the other side. They wouldn't let us use that stairs. I'm like, why? And they said, you got to use the escalator. And it's like, I just want to get out. Yeah. I'm just trying to get to the ground floor to leave the like, building. Like get, get, just let me walk up to the top of the stairs. I will tap out and leave the building yeah. and I will not come back. Yeah. But I guess they were trying to control how many people were going up onto the sky bridge. Yeah. Between the, between, like the bridge yeah, between. Yeah. So, so on, the next set of, and which is, you know, and I'm sure half the people, you know, most people that were going up the escalator, that's what they wanted to do. Yeah. Not leave. So it's. It kept so on the, on the Saturday, we tried when we were going over to the North building for the, the Hobbit shoot. Yeah. And we got on that sky bridge or the rainbow bridge or whatever. Mm-hmm. We were stopped. Oh, Wow. Like, so it was just bumper to bumper on the bridge. Yeah. So like Which, it, and, see, and that's why my thought is, you know, yeah, that's what they're doing because even then that bridge can only hold so many people at a time. Yep. It's a bridge across how many tracks, train tracks? Like yep. it's a train yard down below. Yep. So yeah, I just, that was my only issue. Um, but again, going to Fan Expo long enough, I know oh, yeah. I know where the pinch points are. I know where the traffic's going to be These are the bad. things you expect. I know what times to come in and go out. Even on Sunday, we left to go because um, Angela and Liz were still on the on the show floor. Yep. Um, I told her, I said, I got to go and change. You hang out because like she, Angela was only there on Sunday. So yep. I said, you hang out. She was hanging out with my brother, Ash as well so they were good oh, that's they, they hung out so she had somebody to be with when i left i called her and i said look it's bad right now like traffic is really bad yeah i'd probably i will may not get back I'll in the building. come back when i can by time i got changed and all that kind of stuff um it was like 3 30 walked back through the hotel like Please walked back through the hotel tap in right back in no problem Went over to the south side. By that point, more traffic was coming to the north than going to the south. So we go over to the south side and like hardly any time. Uh, found Angela. It was like, okay, this is time. Like, we're done. This thing's done at five. It's four o'clock. Yeah. It's beer time. So we were leaving to go to Steam Whistle. It's funny, just in that half hour of getting into the south, finding Angela, going to leave, the escalator out, jam-packed. Same thing. Like you could barely move. Um, but anyways, we got out, went over to Steam Whistle yeah, and, and hung out go. there for the afternoon. Well, so. As long as you measure your expectations and you know what you're getting into. Yep. If you're going on Saturday or Sunday, especially Saturday, it's going to be busy. Yep. Plan ahead. Don't plan a million things. And space, if you have to either plan things in certain, in the same area or space them out because it's going to take time to travel. Yep. And I figure too, like when we get to 2023, will it be as busy? Who knows? Because right. this is the first big fan expo. Yeah. But Saturdays are always busy. It doesn't yeah, matter. Saturday's always busy, like, but it's one of I those. Friday was, was fine. Like, I didn't even, I don't know if it was even as busy as a, as a previous one on a Friday. 
Like, it was pretty good Friday. Other than going, doing up and down, if you tried to go back and forth in Artist Alley, I had no problems moving anywhere. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Um, I know we had, we had left, we had left to go for lunch. Well, you, you know, just went for lunch, got changed, and came back, and yeah. had no problems coming in and out of the building, right? No, the only time the only time we had an issue is with coming back in. Um, there was a bit of a lineup at like two thirty. Yeah, they they were lined up pretty bad, and so we went over to the the premium access, but they wouldn't let us in. They said we had to go back over to regular access, so we did. Do you not have premium passes? Um, I had a four day. Oh, okay, Allison so had premium. Okay. So we could have used the premium. She could have at least got in with hers. Yeah. So then we just walked back over to the regular access and then walked up and then they wouldn't let us in because we didn't have our weapons prop checked. So they said, go back over there. And I'm like, we just came from there. We came from there to come here. So we said, well, just sneak around. So we walked back over and got our weapons prop checked. That was the one thing like coming in and out of the hotel. They had security there. They prop checked, but they didn't have. But the, they didn't have a tag for it. Yeah, they didn't have the ribbons. I saw the one thing which I kind of thought was odd, um, where people with lightsaber props, you know, metal hilt with a plastic blade, with prop check ribbons tied to their lightsabers. Mm-hmm. But I went and bought one. I could have been walking around, and you know, I bought one. It had power. I could have put my blade into it, tied it on, and been all day long at the con without needing to have a ribbon on my lightsaber. Oh, well, yeah. Just like anything, you can buy props in there that oh, yeah. you can walk around and not have prop checked. So yeah. that's just that's just the way it is. Yep. Um, anyways, I think, uh, I think we've uh, rambled I think we've on long enough. Wrapped up Fan Expo yeah. pretty good here. Um, it was just, a good year. I enjoyed myself. I spent my money. I had fun. I yeah. will go again. Yeah. No. Well, it's it's no doubt that we're going to go again. Yeah. Um, no, I, just, I had a bunch of fun. Uh, just some quick little events here coming up uh, after you've listened to this. Uh, September 24th, uh, Barry Public Library. I will be there for BPL Comic Fest. Woo. Uh, new name, same event. Um, actually, Fun for the whole family. Barry Public Library is one of the only Comic-Cons that actually applied to use the trademark Comic-Con, which is owned by San Diego. Yep. And they were denied uh, denied to use the name. Okay. Uh, so it's been rebranded as Comic Fest, which uh, how many places use the name Comic-Con? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it doesn't but, even matter if anybody, if you use use it or don't, people are going to call it a Comic-Con. Yeah. So, but it's the kind li- of surprising that they can the li- copyright. The library, because it is a, a, c- city, a city, city thing. And, yeah. So, Anyways, BPL Comic Fest, it's uh, September 24th, uh, 10 a.m. till 4. Um, I'll be there as Thor. I'm hosting a uh, little kind of talk, talk at noon about cosplay. Um Still working on that one. If I'm going to talk about me in cosplay or interview some people. And then uh, at night uh, to the Five Points Theater in Barrie is a 19 plus event. Uh, game on. It's uh, video game championships. Also the Barrie Ultimate Cosplayer, which I'm going to be the, uh, the host of that event. So that's from 7 till 11 at Five Points Theater. If you're into video games or cosplay, please come out. Um, we will be registering for entries into Barry's Ultimate Cosplayer. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, 
Creative Berry, which is the one putting on the event, has actually been pretty good to me over the last couple of years. Um, one of the fun things last year is for the online game on, they gave us the five points theater when yeah, uh, we got to do our little sit down yeah. talk, talking cosplay. With yeah. Ed. So that was kind of neat having a little talk show segment in a big empty theater. Um, that was a lot of fun. I, I loved that. I loved that one. That one was a lot of fun to do, um, which you can find those videos on YouTube. So yeah. Yeah. if you go to creative Barry on YouTube, you'll find, uh, uh, Snowhawk talks when Ryan joined me when yep. we talked about this very podcast. Um, so that's some local events we got going on. If you're in the Barry area or if you want to come to Barry for the day on September 24th, we got a full day of cosplay fun. So free entry. Yep. Free entry into everything. And, uh, if, uh, you're one of our inner circle people and you're coming up, uh, well, you know how we do things. There's usually beer and food involved. So, yep. uh, yeah, come on up and we'll, we'll, we can hang out and have fun for the day. Uh, Ryan, so where else on social medias and all that kind of stuff can uh, people uh, you find, find you? You can find us uh, here on this channel. Uh, you can find me on uh, regular episodes of True North Nerds, which came out just this week, which I edited just this morning before I came over here. As well as you can find uh, yourself and I on Instagram at Tales from Collectiverse, where we will post pictures of all this lovely stuff we talk about here. All the stuff we still have to unbox. Yes. And uh, for me, you can find me on all social media on Snowhawk Cosplay. Uh, most active on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, not so much on TikTok anymore. I got to try to film some more stuff, but life has been busy. So still working at that. I'm hoping uh, by the end of September, a lot of projects i have on the go will die off um again in my real world i'm involved with my work stuff i'm also uh volunteer stuff on a couple You're other busy bee for sure couple other events uh actually even just speaking about volunteer by the time you hear this uh the parkinson's research there's a uh, charity walk on september 10th in the morning uh, I'm going to be there as Captain America, uh, greeting kids as they're staging up before the walk. So oh, that's cool. Nine till ten. If you're where's that one? Uh, Sunnydale Park. Oh, in, in Barry. Okay. So I'll be there uh, nine o'clock. They said they were having a hard time finding local area cosplayers. So I said, I'll be there. So if I'm the only one, I'll be there as Cap America, uh, taking pictures with people. So nice. Uh, anyways, that's. Uh, you know where to find us. You know where we're doing. You know where uh, what we're going to be doing here. So we might as well give it over to Rex and get us the hell out of here. Thank you for listening to Tales from the Collectorverse. You can connect with Tales from the Collectorverse on Facebook and Instagram. Tell us some of your tales and share your collections. Tales from the Collectorverse is a co-production of True North Nerds and Snowhawk Cosplay.